0: This morning, God's Word comes to us from Ezekiel 34. You may turn there in your Bibles at this time if you like. And while you're doing that, I want to give a brief uh, advertisement for tonight's worship service. Uh, We have been studying the book of 1 Corinthians together. Uh, We are entering a new section tonight uh, dealing with uh, matters related to worship. Uh, tonight, dealing with the place of women in worship. And I would like to encourage you uh, this afternoon to uh, look at our text for this evening, 1 Corinthians 11. And if possible, uh, read it in a number of different versions. And you will um, you'll be prepared for some of the issues we're going to deal with tonight as we look at that text. So I encourage you to look at 1 Corinthians 11, uh, the first 16 verses. Read that in various versions if possible. And then join us once again this evening as we talk about the place of women in the worship of our God. This morning we look at Ezekiel 34. We begin our reading at verse 1. What we hear is God's Word. The Word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, even to the shepherds, Thus says the Lord God, Ah, shepherds of Israel, who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth, with none to search or seek for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, declares the Lord God, surely because my sheep have become a prey and my sheep have become food for all the wild beasts, since there was no shepherd, And because my shepherds have not searched for my sheep, but the shepherds have fed themselves and have not fed my sheep, therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my sheep at their hand and put a stop to their feeding the sheep. No longer shall the shepherds feed themselves. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths, that they may not be food for them. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself, will search for my sheep, and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among the sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness." I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, I will bring back the strayed, I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. As for you, my flock, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I judge between sheep and sheep between rams and male goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture that you must tread down with your feet the rest of your pasture, and to drink of clear water that you must muddy the rest of the water with your feet? And must my sheep eat what you have trodden with your feet and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I, I myself, will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, Because you push with side and shoulder and thrust at all the weak with your horns till you have scattered them abroad, I will rescue my flock. They shall no longer be a prey, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be a prince among them. I am the Lord, I have spoken." I will make with them a covenant of peace peace, and banish wild beasts from the land so that they may dwell securely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. And I will make them and the places all around my hill a blessing. And I will send down the showers of their season. They shall be showers of blessing. And the trees of the field shall yield their fruit and the earth shall yield its increase and they shall be secure in their land. And they shall know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and deliver them from the hand of those who enslave them. They shall no more be a prey to the nations, nor shall the beasts of the land devour them. They shall dwell securely, and none shall make them afraid. And I will provide for them renowned plantations, so that they no more be consumed with hunger in the land, and no longer suffer the reproach of the nations. And they shall know that I am the Lord their God with them, and that they, the house of Israel, are my people, declares the Lord God. And you are my sheep, human sheep of my pasture, and I am your God, declares the Lord God. Here we are in the reading of God's holy word. <coughs> well, we just sang from Psalm 80. A psalm that makes reference to God as a shepherd and we as His sheep. I think if you asked most people, uh, what is your favorite psalm in the Psalter? Uh, there are a variety of favorites you might hear, but many people would say uh, one of the favorites is Psalm 23, which again has that picture of God being a shepherd and we being sheep. It is that same imagery of the shepherd and sheep which is picked up in Ezekiel 34, as God comes to his people to give them encouragement. Israel is in exile. There is no king on the throne. They would be tempted to say, has God forgotten us? Do we no longer have a place with him? And God comes and he wants to give his people encouragement and remind them that he will continue to care for his sheep. It was encouragement for them. It is encouragement for us as well, particularly this morning as we come to the table of our Lord. We look at Ezekiel 34, God feeds his sheep. The text begins with a word of judgment. Judgment against the shepherds. Verse 2, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy <clears throat> and say to them, even to the shepherds, Thus says the Lord God, Ah, shepherds of Israel who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep. You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. <clears throat> and the shepherds of God's people should have been concerned for the welfare of God's people. But that was not what was going on. No, those in authority over the people were exploiting them. Were taking all they could get from them and giving nothing in return. In verse 4, The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the stray you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. The shepherds had neglected their duty to care for the weak among God's people, to care for those who were sick, to care for those who were injured, to care for those who were straying and being lost, And the shepherds were not doing the task God had given to them. Again from verse 5, So they were scattered because there was no shepherd, and they became food for all the wild beasts. My sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over the face of the earth with none to search or seek for them. When the shepherds were not caring for the people, they were scattered. Scattered, no longer being recognized as that corporate body, that people of God. When the shepherds don't care for the sheep, the sheep are hurt. There's a text like this which is a warning to shepherds over God's people today. There's a text like this which speaks to ministers and to elders who are given the charge of shepherding God's people that we are to care about those in the flock God has given to us. And the warning that if we do not, there is judgment that will come. Judgment that will come upon the shepherds. Judgment that will be be given to them. But even in that judgment, God continues to care for the sheep. Notice how this first section ends. Verse 10, he says, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am against the shepherds. I will require my sheep at their hand and put a stop to their feeding the sheep. No longer shall the shepherds feed themselves. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths that they may not be food for them. When the shepherds failed to do their task, it wasn't that God said, well, then the sheep are going to be scattered and never brought back. God says, I, I myself will be the one who will care for them. Again, verse 11, and thus says the Lord God, behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. There was no king on the throne. The king was to be the caretaker, the protector of God's people. But with no king on the throne and the shepherds not caring about the sheep, God says, I I myself will be the one to care for them. I myself will watch out for them. Verse 12, as a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so I will seek out my flock. I will rescue them from all places where they've been scattered on the day of darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them. And I will feed them on the mountains of the Lord and in all the ravines. I will feed them, I will care for them. God says the shepherds have failed but I have not failed. I myself now will shepherd and care for my sheep, and I will feed them. He describes the food he will provide I will feed them with good pasture. On the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. And they shall lie down in good grazing land. And on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of the Lord. God will provide for them and feed them with the best food possible. He will give them the finest of the food. And that is what we celebrate today. As we come to the table of the Lord. Our God himself will feed us. We will feed on the finest of the food. We will feed on the bread of life as the Word of God is open to us. We will feed on bread at the table as we come and take once again the body of Christ and are fed and are strengthened. This is something God does as he invites us and welcomes us and calls us to the table. He says, I myself, I myself will feed you. And his concern, his concern in particular, is for the weak. Look at verse 15. I myself will be the shepherd of the sheep. I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost. I will bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured. I will strengthen the weak. The fat and the strong I will destroy. He cares for the weak. He cares for the frail. He cares for the least among the flock. Perhaps this morning, as we consider coming to the Lord's table, we say, you know, I'm I'm just too weak in my faith right now to come. I'm too frail spiritually to come to the table. But it is those who are in that condition who should come. The table is given that God might feed us, might strengthen us. We might feed upon Christ spiritually by faith. Now, if you're feeling too weak to come to the table, then this is the time to come to the table. God himself is the host who will feed the sick, who will feed the weak, who will feed the injured, who will heal them by his power. He cares for the sheep. He himself will be their shepherd. But he goes on, he says, yes, I will care for my sheep, but, verse 17, as for you, my flock, behold, I will judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and male goats. First in the chapter, the judgment is upon the shepherds who've not done their task. But don't worry, God says, I'll take care of the sheep. But the sheep, also there'll be distinctions made. I'll make distinctions between sheep and sheep, between rams and male goats. He does make distinctions. We are obligated to live as sheep. If we are going to be God's sheep, we must live and act in a particular way. He says in verse 18, Is it not enough that you feed on the good pasture that you must tread down with your feet the rest of the pasture? And to drink the clear water, you must muddy the rest of the water. What he's saying is, look, I provided for you. Why is it you feel the need to, to not care for each other? I've given you the good pasture, and you want to take what I give you and then, and then make it worse for somebody else. I give you the clear water, and you've got to make the, mudder, uh, the water muddy for someone else. Rather than caring for each other, as a flock, the sheep belong together. Yes, God is our shepherd and he cares for us, but there has to be a love and a care amongst the flock. For God says, I will judge. Verse 20, therefore, thus says the Lord God, behold, I, I myself, the third time he said that, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you push with side and shoulder and thrust it all the weak in your horns till you've scattered them abroad, I will rescue my flock that there shall no longer be a prey, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. God calls us to to recognize there is a distinction that He makes. He will judge between His people. He will judge within the church. He will judge those who are truly, by faith, members of Christ. And those who are simply there pushing and shoving and trying to get their own way for their own advantage. God calls us this morning to humble ourselves before Jesus Christ. To recognize He is that that great and glorious shepherd. He is the one who will care for His sheep and to embrace Him by faith. Not to try to push and get our own way, but out of love for Him to care for each other. He says in verse 23, And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David. And he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David shall be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. He says, I'll set up David as your shepherd. Now, kids, that's a strange thing for Ezekiel to say. I'll set up David as your shepherd. Because David was dead by this time. David was gone. What he's saying is, I will set up a king like David. One who will, be, who will be a great king, a glorious king. One who truly will care for his people and shepherd and provide for them. Of course, he's looking past, past any earthly king. They had no king at this time. They would have been happy with almost any king. But God says there's a greater king coming. There's David's greater son coming. He's pointing forward to the work of Jesus Christ, the good shepherd. Any, no wonder that John says that. He is the good shepherd who not only cares for his sheep, he lays down his life for his sheep. And we remember that this morning as we come to the table of the Lord. And we have the body and the blood of Christ that were offered up, given for us. He gave up himself that we might have life. That good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. God God does judge between sheep and sheep, but he sets up his one true ruler, Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, calling us to trust him and place our faith in him alone as the one who is our God. He concludes this section, verse 25. I will make with them a covenant of peace and banish wild beasts from the land so they may dwell securely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. I will make with them a covenant of peace. I will provide for them peace and safety and good. I will bless my sheep, God says. When we, when we recognize Jesus Christ as that one true shepherd of the sheep, and, and and seek to live in ways that are pleasing to him, that is the path of blessing for us. Verse 26. And I will make them and the places all around my hill a blessing. And I will send down the showers in their season. They shall be showers of blessing. And the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and the earth shall yield its increase, and they shall be secure in their land. And they shall know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and deliver them from the hand of those who enslave them. I will be a blessing to them and lead them in the path of blessing. Showers of blessing, fruit in abundance, and freedom. Freedom from the slavery, freedom from the curse of sin, because we have a great shepherd who has, who has secured peace through his death on the cross. Peace and security for us. 28, they shall no more be prey to the nations, nor shall the beasts of the land devour them. They shall dwell securely, and none shall make them afraid. There is a security, there is a blessing, there is a peace in dwelling with God and being a part of that flock, being in his sheepfold, having him as the shepherd who watches over and cares for us. The prophet concludes in verse 30. And they shall know that I am the Lord their God with them, and that they, the house of Israel, are my people, declares the Lord God. You are my sheep, human sheep of my pasture, and I am your God. You are my sheep, God says. The sheep of my pasture, the flock of my choosing and I will be your God. As a shepherd dwells in the midst of his sheep, God in the midst of his people, caring, concerned, providing for him. This is where God dwells. This is where God cares for us. This is where he feeds us on his word and on the sacrament. This is where the sheep belong if we are to dwell and live in safety. Once again this morning, God... God reminds us of His loving care for each and every one of the sheep. The male sheep, the female sheep, the old sheep, the young sheep, all whom He has called. God tends His flock. God feeds His sheep. We have that in a real and physical way this morning. As we come to the table of the Lord, we are fed on the body and blood of Christ. But every Lord's Day, every Lord's Day as we gather in the midst of where God dwells. He feeds us by His Word and by His Spirit that we might be led in the path of blessing, in the path of peace. Put your hope, put your trust in that great shepherd of the sheep, the one who would send His own Son, Jesus Christ, to lay down His life, that we might have life, life as sheep of His flock. You are my sheep, human sheep of my pasture. And I am your God. Let's join together in prayer. Lord our God, we thank you for the wonderful words, promises, and pictures in the Scriptures. There are many images of how you care for us, your people. One of them, that relationship of shepherd and sheep. We have seen that once again this morning. Lord God, thank you for your ongoing care for us. Thank you for your concern for the weak, for the sick, for the injured, for the lame, that for the weakest of us, you want to strengthen us and encourage us this morning as we come to hear your word and gather around your table. Lord God, bless us every day of our lives. May we live as sheep of yours, not straying, not trying to go our own way, but walking, walking with you, walking in the path of blessing and peace and following you through all our days and on into our eternity. Hear our prayer, O God, for Jesus' sake. Amen.